Hey friend, if you're listening to this podcast, I imagine you're very familiar with the term line eyes, and I imagine you've been accused of line eyes after swearing up and down that a second pink line is starting to develop, but no one else can seem to see it. I also imagine you're very familiar with the line darkening over the course of the next few days, and you proved to your doubtful family and friends that it wasn't just line eyes. But sadly, I imagine you may also be too familiar with the second pink line slowly disappearing just like it slowly appeared in the first place. This is the devastating reality for many of us recurrent pregnancy loss warriors who are all too familiar with the term line eyes. This podcast is for the woman who is hopeful to see the second pink line appear, get darker, and stay darker. This podcast is for the resilient woman who knows she was given this longing to be a mother because she is meant to be a mother. And this podcast is for the woman who is doing everything in her power to fight for her babies. Join me in conversations about the limbo between infertile and fertile, camaraderie through a journey that only 1% of the population experiences, encouragement and inspiration to get through one of the hardest journeys you'll ever go through, and get reminded on a regular basis of the strength and the resilience you have as a fierce mama bear. I'm so happy to have you here, friend. I am Megan Cameron, and this is Lion Eyes. Hey there, beautiful warrior. How is your day going? I am so, so happy to have the opportunity to speak to your heart today. It is truly a gift to be able to connect with you in this way, and I love that we live in a time where we can do this sort of thing. I can't imagine going through this experience years ago when we didn't have this technology to connect with others going through the same thing that may live across the state, the country, or even the world. It seriously blows me away every time I think about it. Anyways, it really makes being a part of this 1% statistic not feel quite so alone. Anyways, um, before I get started on today's topic, I just wanted to make a couple of quick announcements. And the first is that one of my dear clients has reached 24 weeks in her pregnancy. And that means that she has reached a huge milestone in her recurrent pregnancy loss journey. She has reached fetal viability, and while of course we want baby to stay in there for as long as possible, this is the point where baby can survive outside the womb, or at least their chances are better at surviving outside the womb. Um, This woman is the definition of warrior and has endured 14, yes, you heard that right, 14 miscarriages, and she is just the absolute sweetest person I know. Through it all, she has remained hopeful and has kept her faith, knowing that God did not want her to give up, even when doctor after doctor told her it would be impossible for her to carry her child. She fought hard, respectfully, and together we got her to a new doctor that was willing to work with her and try what she was proposing after many others had denied it. And so far, her baby is doing great. I am so, so incredibly excited for her and her hubby, and I'd love for you to join with me in sending all of the prayers and positive vibes for an uneventful remainder of her pregnancy and a smooth and healthy delivery in October. And y'all, she's going to be writing a book to share her journey, so I will definitely be sharing that with you once she does. It will be such an inspiration. 
Anyways, I just wanted to make a quick congratulations to you, friend, if you are listening, and I have been so blessed to be a part of such a miracle and to have had the opportunity to get to know you through this journey. You are so, so deserving of this, and you are one true warrior. My second announcement is that I am working on something that I am really, really excited about. As you may know, I typically work one-on-one with clients to help them do exactly what this warrior did, to find gaps in care to advocate for in order to get answers and propose appropriate protocols, and then I coach them through advocating and even help them find alternative doctors to build a more supportive medical team when necessary. But right now, I am working on a system or a guide that will walk you through these steps on your own. I I really wanted to help more people and make a bigger impact and to also make my coaching more accessible to those who are already probably spending a lot of money on all the things to get their baby. So I am just really excited about launching this guide. I am putting all of my knowledge into actionable steps and I'm really trying to break down all of the medical jargon down into an easy to understand format so that you can stop the frustration and headaches um, in trying to do it all yourself. So friend, I am so freaking excited to get this into the world. I truly think it is going to save so much time and heartache in this journey for so many people. I am so excited. Anyways, I, I don't have a launch date yet, but keep an eye out because I am thinking about putting together an exclusive launch team to help me wrap it up and give me final feedback. And you might just have an opportunity to be a part of that. So keep an eye out. I am, I'm so excited. Okay. All right. Now into um, today's topic. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about why if you were to be a nosy guest in my house, you would likely find a basket full of used home pregnancy tests in my bathroom. Um, I'm kind of curious if this is weird to others going through this journey, and I imagine it's not. I'm, I can't be the only one that still has all my pregnancy tests. I don't have all of them. I, I just have the positive ones. But here's the thing. All of my five losses were early. I, um, I usually experienced my losses around six weeks, and I had one that was a blighted ovum that stuck around until I induced it at 11 weeks. And I have the ultrasound images of that one and a cute little onesie I had bought for that one when I thought it was going to be my rainbow. Um, But for all the others, I had no ultrasound images. I had no videos of their heartbeats. I had nothing, nothing but these positive pregnancy tests to basically prove their existence. And I think for that reason, these precious pea sticks mean the world to me. I was just talking to another dear friend of mine who I met through this journey who also went through a similar experience, and we were discussing how now that she has her rainbow in addition to her first son, she she feels like there is someone missing from their family. Like, she can envision this child that she lost fitting in perfectly between her two kids, and this one is now in heaven, and who he would actually be four years old today. This conversation made me realize that our experiences, while being so similar, are also very different. Her child was born at 17 weeks, and it was an absolutely heartbreaking experience for her, especially since her father had passed away a few months earlier. 
Once she was induced and delivered her precious angel, she got to see all of his precious features. She said he was tiny with long, skinny limbs. She got to see him. She got to help hold him. He had a, a name, a birth date, and an identity, and she has that memory of him. Now, being someone that only had early losses, I'm kind of torn about how I feel about, about it. I, I'm both grateful and sad. A part of me can't imagine how bad the pain would be to lose a baby that I had carried for even longer. I Now, don't get me wrong. I truly believe that an early loss is just as important as a later loss. Every single loss is equally important. I mean, we connect with these babies instantly. The moment we see that positive test, we're already having visions and plans in our heads of what life will be like with that precious child. We envision holding them and nursing them as, as they snuggle their whole bodies into our chest that first moment they're born. We envision their first steps and trips to the zoo. We envision baby laughs, birthdays, and the milestones they'll reach as they grow. And the moment that we lose them, all of that is gone. But I, I can imagine it's really, really hard to lose those visions when that baby has been connected to you for even longer. When that baby has a face that you recognize and a name that you attach to those visions. And because of that, I feel like it has to be really hard to experience a later loss. But also, on the contrary, I, I kind of hate that my babies don't have an identity. While it has, has to be hard to go through that experience, a part of me envies the closure that you get in having your baby's identity. I don't have specific birthdays to remember my angels. I have time ranges. I don't have names for my babies. I have numbers and gestations. I don't have ultrasounds to try to envision what they'd look like. I just have pregnancy tests. But I do have pregnancy tests. I do. I have them. And because those pregnancy tests are basically all I have to prove that they existed, I don't think I'll ever be able to get rid of them. And I'm sure that the lines will probably completely fade over the years, as some of them already have. And I think that my heart may break even more when they do. But I still don't think I'll ever be able to get rid of them. I won't ever be able to let them go. I just think that they mean too much to me. I don't know. Is that weird? It can't be weird when I explain it like that, right? <laughs> Anyways, I don't know what the point of this episode really was, but I guess more so just of a connection point. Um, I'm curious if, if you've only had early losses, are you keeping your test too? What other things have you done in their memory? Do you have any other items that you'll keep forever? Um, have you given them names and identities even though you don't really have much information to go off of? I kind of wish I had at least their genders so I could give them names. I know I could do unisex names, but I don't know. It just, even when I had my successful pregnancies, I, I feel like I kind of had to get to know them in the womb before I could name them. And I didn't have that chance with these babies. Anyways, I don't know. I'd love to hear other stories. I would love to be able to connect with other people and see if you feel the same way as me. If you're open, I would love to hear them and you can share with them with me on TikTok if you tag me at Journey with Confidence. 
Or if you're more private, you can email me at megan at journeywithconfidence.com, M-E-G-A-N at journeywithconfidence.com. Anyways, I just love connecting with you, so I would love to hear from you. That wraps it up for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it, and I hope that you have a great day, friends. I'm rooting for you. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. I am so thankful to be able to spend this time with you to share in this journey and to help lift you up. If you found value in this free podcast and are interested in winning a free session with me to help gain confidence in the next steps of your journey, it would mean the world to me if you could head on over and leave a rating and review. Five stars would be amazing, but I truly just want to hear what you love about this podcast so I can see how I can continue to serve and encourage you. If you want that free session where we can brainstorm next steps in advocating for you and your baby, be sure to snap a screenshot of your review and send it over to Megan at journeywithconfidence.com. That's M-E-G-A-N at journeywithconfidence.com. I will be choosing one winner at the end of each month, so go ahead and do that now. Just a quick comment about what you love and a rating. And if you don't need that extra boost in confidence in your journey... A rating and review would still mean the world because reviews are the best way to get this podcast in other women's ears who may need to hear it. So you're not just helping me, but you're also helping other recurrent pregnancy loss warriors who may be struggling through this journey. Thanks again, friend. I look forward to all the amazing things you have to say, and I look forward to spending more time with you and giving you another dose of encouragement and connection again next Wednesday. Always remember, friend, I'm rooting for you. And I hope this week treats you well.